Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Tuesday, the best day of the week. <laughs> um, recently, I asked in my, uh, my WhatsApp group for Kangaroo English patrons, I asked them what kind of videos they would like to see this week in the Daily Digest. And pretty much unanimously, they agreed that they wanted to see some videos um, and hear some podcasts about motivation. Because, <laughs> well, because learning a language takes such a long time, having motivation is one of the, the keys to success. Um, but also because learning a language takes such a long time, um, it's difficult to see the benefits quickly. Uh, I think it's a bit that there are so many parallels between learning a language and, and getting fit or staying fit, you know, including, well, you need motivation, um, you need consistency, um, you, you don't see the benefits immediately. It takes a long time. Um, <laughs> all, all of those, you know, all, all of those things are the same for, for losing weight or getting fit and, and for, for learning a language. And the problem is that in general, humans are very myopic. So if you have any problems with your eyesight then maybe you know about myopia. Myopia is also called short-sightedness. And what it means is that you are perfectly fine at seeing objects that are close to you, but objects that are in the distance will probably be blurry or out of focus. And in English, we use this, this ocular condition... <laughs> We use this as a metaphor to say that people um, people who are myopic cannot see very far into the future, into the metaphorical distance. They can only see things right in front of them. And humans in general are very myopic. And this is proven in, in, in so many different ways about, you know, the way that people save money, the way that people abuse their bodies with, with drugs or alcohol, um, and just silly decisions they make with their money. All of this stuff proves that, that humans are terrible at looking at the long term. But I'm going to, to try and, and give you some, some motivation today and try to help you to understand why learning a language is, is so good for you. Now, one, one way I could do that is kind of the easy way. And I could tell you about some of the physiological benefits. So, for example, uh, I have a, a, a paper here from the, um, the Neurobiology of Aging journal. And it's called Bilingualism and Brain Reserve, A Matter of Age. And it shows that bilinguals... Um, bilinguals generally have a greater brain reserve, which means that 
the if they developed a dementia or, or, or Alzheimer's or just as generally as you age and your cognitive function starts to decline, if you're bilingual, you have more, you, you literally have a bigger brain. It, um, it's bigger in volume. And so therefore, you have more reserve. You can move some of those those functions like memory and and problem solving to other parts of the brain so you will your brain will age more gracefully but but again it's kind of an abstract benefit and humans are very myopic and so it's difficult to it's difficult to feel that one right so so instead i want to tell you a story and this is a story about prisoners. Specifically, it's a story of a prison debate team from New York. So in New York, there is a very prestigious private college called Bard College. And this college teaches, obviously, um, you know, teaches private students, but they also have programs inside six New York prisons. And one of those prisons is the uh, New York East Correctional Facility. You will notice that we have various words um, in English for prison. We have prison, jail, correctional facility, and even penitentiary. And each one of those has a kind of, tells us a little bit of a story about what prison is. For example, um, you know, you have jail which talks about inca- about being, you know, incarcerated, about being locked up. Then you have correctional facility, which gives you the idea that somehow, in some way, these prisoners are being corrected, their behavior or their, their mentality is being corrected. And then you have a penitentiary, which comes from the root word penitent. To be penitent means to be sorry about what you did and you know the idea is that maybe prison teaches you to to understand that what you did was wrong and be sorry for it well, they're all different perspectives on on prison and so so inside the the New York East correctional facility uh, Bard College ran some education programs and one of them is they ran a debate program so there was a, a debate team that formed, and the debate team had three members. It was Carl Snyder, Jijuan Tatro, and Carlos Polanco. And this debate team, they went to to uh, an event, a, a debating event, quite a big event, and they debated the, de- the Harvard debate team. And you probably know Harvard. It's a very prestigious Ivy League University. And so we have we have a massive difference in 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 background. You know, one group of debaters are violent criminals, convicted violent criminals who are serving time in prison, and the other group are in general, very, very privileged individuals attending one of America's top universities. 
But the second important difference is the resources that they have available. So when you're preparing for a debate, you have to prepare your ideas and your arguments and think through all of the possible scenarios for the debate. And the Harvard debate team obviously has access to a great deal of resources. Um, unlimited access to, you know, probably one of the world's best libraries. Um, unlimited access to the internet. Access to great teachers, you know, some of the top teachers in in America. And also, you know, mentors and all of that stuff. But the inmates in... In, in the correctional facility, had very limited access to resources. They had no access to the internet. And if they wanted to, to have some reading materials to prepare, maybe books or, or scientific papers or whatever, they had to order them weeks in advance. And they couldn't just order whatever they wanted. They could only order things that were approved by the prison uh, administrators. So, you know, you're talking about very privileged individuals with access to a great deal of resources versus um, very, we could say, underprivileged individuals with a very limited access to resources. And so on the day of the debate, they debated, um, this, this was the subject of the debate, whether public schools should be allowed to turn away students whose parents entered the U.S. illegally. To turn away means to, uh, to reject. So should public schools reject the children of illegal immigrants? Okay, great question. And so they debated for about an hour, and in the end, the prison debate team won. They won the debate. And that is an incredible feat, considering considering all of the things that I that I talked about before. But although that is a very kind of inspirational and kind of Hollywood tale about, you know, rich versus poor, etc., that's only a tiny, tiny part of the picture because that's really the story of three individuals versus another three individuals. And I want to tell a bigger story about the power of education. Now, all prison systems in the world suffer from something called recidivism. Recidivism is basically the percentage of people that will go back to prison after they are released. So imagine you do a crime, you go to prison for a year, and they release you from prison, and then maybe a week later, you do something bad again, and you go back. Okay, so let's let's talk about some statistics. So in America, 750,000 inmates are released every year. Nearly 68 out of every 100 prisoners, so 68% of those prisoners will come back into prison within 3 years. So think about that. That is a massive percentage of of people who are who will continue to offend and, and shows um, shows how ineffective um, prison is in general at reforming people 
But, and this is this is what I want you to pay attention to, but uh, if prisons offer significant educational opportunities, only 22% will return. So that's 68% versus 22% simply by offering people education and learning. That That is a massive difference. And it's of great benefit, not only to those individuals who who will go on to do something meaningful with their lives, but it's also of great, great advantage to all of society because it reduces the amount of criminals out there and also reduces... And an enormous amount of cost because keeping people in prison is very expensive. But here's the final statistic. So people who are enrolled in these barred college programs, so very high quality education programs, only 2% will return to prison. So just take a moment to absorb the difference. 68% of people will come back unless they are educated and then only 2% of them will come back. And that is just a stark illustration of the power of just learning stuff. And think about this. If, if education can transform extremely troubled individuals like violent criminals, can transform them into law-abiding members of society, productive members of society. Imagine what learning and education can do for you. And that should be enough motivation because it's just evidence that education learning isn't about memorizing facts because that's just a waste of time. If we want to know facts, we can look at them on the internet. Learning is about the transformation of the person. It's about building yourself from, from, from nothing and creating your identity, creating um, everything about who you are is about all of the things that you've learned and the experiences that you've had. So, if you want to know why you should learn English, well, the answer is simple, because it can change your life in extremely meaningful ways. So I hope that you find that, um, those facts, I hope you find them very, very motivating on this chilly, gray Tuesday. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support this podcast, then you can become my patron at patreon.com. You'll find the link to that on my website, kangarooenglish.com. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class. <laughs>